We are the Bride Radio as the voice of the true Bride of Christ. bride of Christ to stand up and take your place in the army and the kingdom we recognize our battle is not with flesh and blood but with the principalities and the powers of the air we are a ministry of prayer and we highlight what God is doing through other ministries and ministers across the globe we provide a platform for ministers and a place for the bride to come together and rally around each other, hold up each other's arms, and pray for one another. WATV Radio celebrates the various missions that God has called each one of us to in this army, so we desire to promote and enhance the bride as a whole. Go, bride! Our soon-coming king awaits. This is a WATB disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this show do not necessarily reflect the views of We Are the Bride Ministries, We Are the Bride Radio, or We Are the Bride Television. Thank you. Welcome to Fireside Chat with Dr. June Knight. Let's turn our Bibles to Deuteronomy 18. Isn't God funny how he does when it has to do with these idols and we say, Lord, where do you want us to study today? And he'll take us all over the world. He'll take us all over the Bible having to do with these idols. Today he said Deuteronomy 18. I think he's just so funny. Good morning, Miss Belinda. Good morning. All right, let's turn our Bible. Deuteronomy 18. Let me get my little man set up here. I'm really sad this is our last day together, Brian. All right, Deuteronomy 18. It's hard to believe this 40 days is up. It is hard to believe. How time has flew by 40 days. Boy, it sure did. Uh, And what God has done. Watch tonight, the broadcast tonight. We will be live right here on my wall and we'll be live on WATB Radio. WATBradio.com And then we'll be live here on our wall. All right, let's turn over here, Deuteronomy, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. I have to sometimes remind myself of the books. All right, let's turn to Deuteronomy 18. Now remember, Brad, I told you how I prefer the King James because of what he went through to give us the word. This is like the pure unadulterated word straight from the king himself type of deal 
All right, let's see. Okay, we're on 18. Now, the one that I'm studying from is the uh, Thompson Chain Reference Bible, the Centennial Edition, uh, Red Letter, which I do love the Red Letter. That is the King James. Like I said, I prefer the King James. And then when I use my little man, that's on the U version app, okay? It's the U version. It's a little Holy Bible. Like if you did your apps and you typed in Holy Bible, it would be the first one to pop up. Okay, so let's pray because today we are studying about ministry. The biggest idol of all having to do with ministry is our own ministry. You wouldn't think that that would be an idol, but bride it is. And let's uh, pray and then we'll discuss that, okay? Lord, we just thank you so much today, Lord, for all that you have done this year. The first 40 days of the year, Lord. We just give you praise and glory for giving us the grace to tear down these idols in our church and in our nation, Lord. We give you glory and honor today. And Lord, we ask that today as we study about this idol having to do with ministry, Holy Spirit, that you will teach us. We have so enjoyed you teaching us in the word every morning, uh, chastising us, rebuking us, correcting us, putting us on the right path, putting us back into right alignment and everything, Lord. Uh, we really appreciate it. And we just give you so much glory and honor today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, now let's uh, look at this idol today. Like I said, this is the biggest idol in the church, which is why it was kept until the end. This is the biggest idol of leadership in ministry. All right, let me see here. Okay, so it's idol number 40. This is the biggest idol of all in the body of Christ having to do with leadership. Lord, forgive us for making our own ministries and businesses an idol before you. We will spend so much time babying this seed and cultivating the seed that we leave out the great gardener. We leave you out because we're so focused on the mission We do not spend time with you like you want. Thus we have created an idol and put it before you. Forgive us, Lord. Lord, we also put our visions that you have given us above our families as well. Please forgive us for abandoning and neglecting the family unit, which is the very thing that you have given us and the reason you created humanity. Forgive us for divorcing our spouses and continuing in ministry without slowing down or sitting down to consider the heart of God. God, forgive us for moving forward so quickly and leaving behind without seeking reconciliation, etc., especially when children are involved. Forgive our society for providing platforms and avenues for those that are freshly divorced so that they may consider what is taking place. Forgive us for putting ministry above you and the family unit. God, forgive us for holding on to our ministries and not letting go when you tell us to. 
Forgive us for not obeying you when you tell us to move to somewhere else. Forgive us for thinking we know about more about our ministry when it's not really ours, it's yours. Forgive us for hoarding the vision. Help us to come back to our first love, which is you, Lord. Today, on this 40th day, the last day, we lay down our visions before the throne. Our businesses, ministries, organizations, groups, etc., we lay it all down. We give them back to you instead of holding on to them so tight. Forgive us, God, for having our priorities in the wrong place. That is so true, Brad. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. You would think it'd be so funny. Deuteronomy 18 for this idol. Well, let's see what Deuteronomy 18 says. All right, let's turn in our Bibles. Remember, this is the King James. All right, here we go. Let me tell you what that means to me. Okay, when he has called leadership out and he has put them into position and he has given them their inheritance, okay, which is our seed, the ministry that God has given us. When he gives it to us, we are not to be like the other children of Israel. See what I mean? We're leadership, spirit of excellence. There's a higher standard than it is the rest of the body of Christ. Let's keep going. And it shall be the priests due from the people from them that offer a sacrifice, whether it be ox or sheep, and they shall give unto the priest the shoulder and the two cheeks and the maw. The first fruit also of thy corn, of thy wine, and of thine oil, and the first of the fleece of thy sheep shalt thou give him. In other words, honor him. him out of all thy tribes to stand and to minister Okay, pause. Right there he talks about, For the Lord thy God has chosen him out of all the tribes to stand to minister in the name of the Lord. God chose us. Amen. If a Levite come from any of thy gates out of all Israel, where he sojourned, and come with all the desire of his mind unto the place which the Lord shall choose, then he shall minister in the name of the Lord his God as all his brethren the Levites do, which stand there before the Lord. They shall have like portions to eat, beside that which cometh of the sale of his patrimony. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. Bam in your face, devil! Right there it says it in the word. Verse 9, When thou art come into the land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. In other words, don't partner with the devil. Don't look like Egypt. Don't act like Egypt. Don't participate with Egypt. Don't flirt with Egypt. Don't marry Egypt for sure. Don't touch the unclean thing. Don't partner with the unclean thing. Don't even touch it. Last night, bride, I showed you about Bethel. 
I showed you about Bill Johnson. I showed you how when you partner with it, where it will take you. You cannot even touch the unclean thing whatsoever. Period. Let's keep going. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. What did we see last night? Okay, Brad, listen, what he's saying is all this stuff is demonic. We should not touch it. Don't, don't touch it. Don't flirt with it, period. I pray that during these 40 days, Brad, while we have been exposing the ecumenical movement and exposing what is happening out there, I pray that you see what is going on. How they are partnering with all these other religions and they're making one religion. That is what the one world religion is doing. And what they're doing is they're pulling all this together into one. And they're all using the name of Jesus. It's another Jesus. It's not the right Jesus. Right here it says, All that is an abomination abomination why would we want to touch the unclean thing people argue and argue and argue over essential oils people let it go it is new age it is doing what they do you are acting like Egypt partnering with Egypt and it's not essential God is essential and then when it says here there shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire. What did we see last night? How they were playing around with the fire. You know, I call this strange fire. What these people are doing, this demonic mess that all these people are into, partnering with the new age and everything, that is strange fire. Or they useth divination. Or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. Or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits. This contemplative prayer that IHOP does, that's what that is. It's new age, through and through. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of the abominations of the Lord thy God, he drives them out from before thee. All the words that the Lord has given this year, his hand's about to come down on all this corruption out here. Thank you, Jesus. Let's keep going. There you go. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. For these nations which thou shalt possess, hearken unto observers of times and unto diviners. But as for thee, the Lord thy God hath not suffered thee so to do, Bam, 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 bam. God, just because they're doing it, does not mean that we do it. We do not partner with Egypt. We don't go back. We don't mess with all these things. He's saying this about the nations, Brad. That's what this whole broadcast is about this morning. 
about your ministry. See, some people, they hoard the ministry to themselves, and they think it's okay to partner with all these ungodly things. It is not okay. The Bible tells you right here in Deuteronomy 18, don't mess with that stuff. Don't mess with all these strange things out here like I showed you last night. Let's keep going. Now we're on verse 14. The Lord thy God will raise up unto thee a prophet from the midst of thee, of thy brethren, like unto me. Unto him ye shall hearken, according to all that thou desirest of the Lord thy God in Horeb, in the day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more that I die not. And the Lord said unto me, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. I will raise them up a prophet from among their brethren, like unto thee, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak unto them all that I shall command him. And it shall come to pass, that whosoever will not hearken unto my words which he shall speak in my name, I will require it of him. But the prophet... In other words, you've got all these people out here that are partnering with this unclean thing, God is warning them, do not touch this mess. Do not act like Egypt. Go back to Egypt. Don't even look like Egypt. Don't be a part of their practices. I will raise up somebody that will speak the truth. And this is what God is doing in this hour. He is raising up truth as the banner in this nation. And the truth will reign. The truth will cut like a sword. And it's going to hurt a lot of people because they're so deceived. They're so uh, blinded by the deceit that's going on because it's just been happening and, you know, nobody has said anything. But God is raising up the true prophets in this hour. Let's keep going. Which I presume to speak a word in my name, which I have not commanded him to speak, or that shall speak in the name of other gods, even that prophet shall die. That's what's being said this year. Heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord hath not spoken? When a prophet speaketh in the name of the Lord, if a thing follow not, nor come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord hath not spoken. But the prophet hath spoken it presumptuously. Thou shalt not be afraid of him. You know, I'll never forget back in the 90s when Benny Hinn spoke that. Benny Hinn spoke a word. I think it was... Uh, 1989, like New Year's Eve of going into 1990. And he was talking about the decade of what was going to happen in the 90s. And he was talking about Fidel Castro was going to die. And, you know, all these other things that were going to happen. Well, none of it came to pass. And I think that hurt him after the 2000s began. I think that's when his ministry began uh, going downhill. But... I remember thinking the whole time in the 90s, because, see, I got saved in, you know, for real in 1988. And I became Pentecostal then, you know, got filled with the Holy Ghost. So I began watching TBN and began, uh, you know, learning, like, all the different things about the Charismatics and the Pentecostals and all this. So I was really into Benny Hinn, you know. So that's what he's saying. If it don't come to pass, then you know. Alright, so let's go on to chapter 19.
This is Deuteronomy 19, Brad. say something Brad have you ever thought like me whenever you hear God talk like this and you're like Lord it's amazing to me that he that God come up with all these scenarios you know like God, this is what he's doing right here before it even happens isn't that funny let's keep going neighbor that he die he shall flee unto one of those cities and live lest the avenger of blood pursue the slayer while his heart is hot, and overtake him, because the way is long, and slay him, whereas he was not worthy of death, inasmuch as he hated him not in time past. Wherefore I command thee, saying, Thou shalt separate three cities for thee, and if the Lord thy God enlarge thy coast, as he hath sworn unto thy fathers, and give thee all the land which he promised to give unto thy fathers, if thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them, which I command thee this day to love the Lord thy God and to walk ever in his ways. Then shalt thou add three cities more for thee beside. Okay, Paul's right here. Basically, Brad, what we're seeing happen is God is downloading the seed. He is downloading the seed into them and he is telling them a mission. He's saying, okay, I'm going to give you this land and then I want you to take three of them and I want you to do it like this and I want you to do it like that. But then listen to what he says. And this is key to us about this idol, bride. Because God will download these seeds into us. We birth it in. We make it happen. We put all our sweat and blood into it. And then we end up thinking that we own it all. We end up hoarding it because we're the ones that birthed it. It's our ministry. But he says right here, uh, And the Lord thy God, and if... The Lord thy God enlarges your coast as he has sworn unto your fathers and gives you all the land which he promised to give you to your fathers. This is the seed. If thou shalt keep all these commandments to do them, which I command to you this day, to love the Lord thy God, number one. And see, with this idol, we talked about it when we talked about how we have transgressed the Lord. We forget that love. We forget the first love. Because we get so busy in ministry that we just quit praying, we quit seeking the Lord, and something else that God hates is us not including Him. He downloaded the vision, but we're not praying and asking, Lord, how do you want us to do this today? Okay, you want us to build a new church, Lord. How do you want us to do it? You know, including him in the vision. He's the one that gave us the vision. So it's keeping our prayer life up, keeping our relationship up with him, and then including him. 
Okay, so he says here, to love the Lord thy God and to walk ever in his ways. In other words, obeying the Ten Commandments and walking in the precepts and in the design that he has for them. Then shall thou add three cities more for thee beside these three. In other words, I'm going to fulfill the mission. And these three, that innocent blood be not shed in thy land, which the Lord thy God giveth thee for an inheritance, and so blood be upon thee. Oh, wow, that was a powerful sentence. Look, because uh, he's given it to us, we're held accountable to it, and the blood that happens on that land, we are held accountable for that blood. Wow, that's pretty profound. Hate his neighbor, and lie in wait for him, and rise up against him, and smite him mortally, that he die, and fleeth into one of these cities. Then the elders of his city shall send and fetch him thence, and deliver him into the hand of the avenger of blood, that he may die. Thine eye shall not pity him, but thou shalt put away the guilt of innocent blood from Israel, that it may go well with thee. Wow, catch on to that, Brad. Remember, we've been talking about these 40 days and these 40 idols that every person in the country is held accountable to God for their own actions. Not our pastor, not our teacher, not our professor, not our mothers, not our fathers, not our children, not our spouses. Everybody is held accountable for their own sins, their own life. So we've got to cast these idols down out of our own self. Because remember, we cannot change what other people do. And this is what I tell spouses when they call me and ask me to pray and ask for advice, marriages. I tell them, well, you can only control yourself. You can't control your spouse, but you can pray for them. But the question is, what's going on in your heart right now? Well, they're the ones that made me so mad. They're, they know how to push my buttons. Yeah, you know why? Because it's rising up an idol that God wants you to deal with. There's something that they're doing. It's triggering something in you that needs to be dealt with and needs to be cut off. Come on now. So let's get rid of that thing. Let's concentrate on you and leave the spouse to God. Because he's going to be, you're going to be the one held accountable to God for your own sins. And so, you know, like it says in Revelation 22, let the dogs be dogs. Not saying that the spouse is a dog, but they're held, they're held accountable to God for their own sins. But we have to answer to God for us and our heart. So, let's continue here. Move thy neighbor's landmark, which they have old time set in thine inheritance, which thou shalt inherit in the land that the Lord thy God giveth thee to possess it. One witness shall not rise up against a man for any iniquity, or for any sin, in any sin that he sinneth. At the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses, shall the matter be established. If a false witness rise up against any man to testify against him that which is wrong, and both the men between whom the controversy is shall stand before the Lord, before the priests and the judges, which shall be in those days. And the judges shall make diligent inquisition. And behold, if the witness be a false witness, and hath testified falsely against his brother, then shall ye do unto him 
shall hear and fear, and shall henceforth commit no more any such evil among you. And thine eye shall not... Okay, I'm going to pause right here. The Lord just told me to go to First Timothy chapter 3. Well, hey, it's right here. What do you know? Thank you, Jesus. Okay, let's go to First Timothy chapter 3. It's right here. Thank you, Jesus. I just love you, Holy Spirit. I just love you. Okay, let's go to First Timothy chapter 3. All right. Remember, this is King James. First Timothy chapter 3. First Timothy 3. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desireth a good work. A bishop then must be blameless, the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, not given to wine, not greedy, of filthy lucre, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous, one that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. I just thought of something, bruh. When it says right here, not covetous, I think the Lord has given us a revelation right now. Do you remember the other day, Brad, when we cast down that idol of our homes, our locations, and our buildings? Remember when the issue was brought up that we can make that an idol because we want to make other people envy of our possessions, envious. So in other words, we're coveting. And you know in ministry we can do that. All of you that's watching from the team, let's pray about this this morning because God is exposing this. The coveting after other ministries, write that down. Coveting after other ministries. This is something God wants us to tear down today. Uh, that is what he's talking about here. Not given to wine. Remember we cast down that idol of alcohol. Uh, no striker, no abuser, no greeter of greedy of filthy lucre. We talked about greediness and money being an idol, but patient, not a brawler, not covetous. So covetous could also mean how we hoard our ministries and we keep our ministries as an idol because we're coveting. Wow. I never thought about that, Holy Spirit. Alright, so we hoard our ministry due to covetousness. Wow. Coveting. We have, in other words, we want to be like the Joneses. We want to look better than the Joneses. We want to look better than Joel Osteen. You know what I'm saying? And we will try to build our ministry so big, big, big. Because it's my, my, mine. And it's my image. My image has got to be improved here. And then, oh my goodness, look at this next one, Brad. If a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Wow. Look at this scripture. One that ruleth well his own house having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the children of God? Well, remember, part of this idol we're tearing down is divorce in ministry. Because 
we will get a divorce in ministry and we will not slow down. We will not lay the ministry down. We will not take time off six months or a year uh, when we see that everything's collapsing family-wise. We won't slow down to seek God. We won't slow down to allow God to heal that. We'll just divorce and keep preaching. Keep preaching. Family is the biggest sign of God because family is the unit that God created. Family is uh, who He is. I mean, He created the family unit. So today we're repenting on, on behalf of ministers that get divorced and they don't slow down to seek God. They don't slow down to hear from God. They don't slow down to try to reconcile. They, they, in other words, their ministry is more important than their family. This is grievous to God. Grievous. And then... We open doors for these people divorced and continually give them platforms. We're continually feeding their sickness, <clears throat> you know, uh, feeding their sickness and not uh, causing them to face what just happened. You know, your family just broke up. Your children just lost their father, their mother. You know, the this needs to be reconciled before you pour out any more. You need to be helped. You need to be restored, you know. Forgive us, Lord, for that. For how we have hurt the family unit uh, in ministry due to us hoarding our own ministries, Lord. Uh, thinking so highly of ourselves and so highly of our ministries. Yes, Lord. That's what he says right here. 1 Timothy chapter 4. One that ruleth well his own house, having his children in subjection with all gravity. For if a man know not how to rule his own house, how shall he take care of the church of God? In other words, when you see them with unruly children and they're not disciplining, they're not, you know, honoring God with the discipline, how can they discipline the body of Christ? I see what he's saying. All right, now we're on verse 6. Let's keep going. Not a novice, lest being lifted up with pride, he fall into the condemnation of the devil. Moreover, he must have a good report of them which are without, lest he fall into reproach and the snare of the devil. Likewise, must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given to much wine, not greedy of filthy lucre, holding the mystery of the faith. All right, pause. Guess what I just called on to, Brad? Pause, pause, pause. Wait a minute. Did he just have higher standards for a bishop than he did a deacon? What? Did I just read that right? I have never seen this in scripture in my entire life. But the Lord is highlighting it this morning. A bishop is the top. Okay, we call ourselves apostle. You have higher standards than you do a teacher. That's... Am I hearing this right? Do y'all see what I'm seeing? Do you hear what, I, what I'm here? Listen, let's go back to verse 1. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a bishop, he desires a good work. A bishop then must, must be blameless. 
the husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behavior, given to hospitality, apt to teach, not given to wine, absolutely no drinking, zilch, nada, none. And that is a spirit, I call it a spirit of excellence. No striker and gave all these rules. And then look, scroll on down here, just eight verses later, and what does he say about a deacon? Which a deacon is like the second in command, right? Likewise, must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued. Wow, that's a sermon in itself. Not given to much wine. Huh. Why does he tell the deacons they can drink? I mean, why does he tell them that they can uh, have no wine like he did the bishop? It's a different standard. It's a higher standard. Wow, that is something. Not greedy of filthy lucre. Holding the mystery of the faith in a pure conscience. Let's keep going here. And let these also first be proved. Then let them use the office of a deacon being found blameless. Even so must their wives be grave, not slanderers, sober, faithful in all things. But the deacons be the husbands of one wife, ruling their children and their own houses well. For they that have used the office of a deacon well purchase to themselves a good degree and great boldness in the faith which is in Christ Jesus. These things write I unto thee, hoping to come unto thee shortly. But if I tarry long, that thou mayest know how thou oughtest to behave thyself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. And without controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. God was manifest in the flesh, justified in the spirit, seen of angels, preached unto the Gentiles, believed on in the world, received up into glory. Okay, so it says here, uh, pillar and ground of truth. Yes, Lord, we will keep the truth. Let's move on to chapter 4. This is good stuff. Thank you, Jesus. Now, this is talking to us today, chapter 4. Now, the Spirit speaketh expressly that in the latter times some shall depart from the faith, giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from meats, which God hath created to be received with thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. Brian, what does that look like? That looks exactly like what we saw last night. Remember that guy, he's the new age guru on there, and he's talking about how he's so feminine and and how he's a vegan, and how he does his essential oils, and he's a, what was that other thing he said he was, oh, he's a holistic medicine man. That, that's what I think of when he talks about this. Their conscience is seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and command, commanding to abstain from meats, which God has created to be received. Let's keep going. Every creature of God is good. And nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving, for it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer. If thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, 
nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. All right, let me pause here. Brian, this is such a good point because right here in verse 1 is what we are tackling in our nation with the ecumenical movement, the emerging church, and all the other stuff happening is giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. You know why? There is no doctrine. They throw doctrine right out the window. It's all about love and this utopia. But it says right here, uh, where is it at? We just read it, Brad. Where was it? About the, here it is. Okay, verse 6. But if thou put the brethren in remembrance of these things, thou shalt be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished up in the words of faith and of good doctrine, whereunto thou hast attained. If you don't know anything, right, you should know doctrine. We have got to stick by doctrine because they're doing away with doctrine. They're calling us zealots. Let's keep going. But refuse profane and old wives' fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. For bodily exercise profiteth little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is, and of that which is to come. This is a faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who yes. is the Savior of all men, especially those that believe. These things command and teach. Let no man despise thy youth. All right. But be thou an example of the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, in purity. Bam! Right there. Let no man despise your youth, but be an example to the believers in word, in conversation, in charity, in spirit, in faith, and in purity. Remember in Deuteronomy... Uh, God talked to us about the seed that he puts on the inside of us, how we have to honor his commandments. In other words, keep the vision pure. Don't taint it. Let's keep going. Till I come, give attendance to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. To doctrine? Neglect not the gift that is in thee, which was given thee by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the presbytery. Meditate upon these things. Give thyself holy to them, that thy profiting may appear to all. Take heed unto thyself and unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in doing this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. Okay, that's another word today about the ministry idol. Keep the doctrine that you first received. Because as we go along... And then we're seeing this in our nation where these churches are sprouting up everywhere, these emergent churches, and they're, they're filling up, and, and they, it looks like they're the ones getting all the people, and we want, to, we want to compromise and give up our doctrine because of this over here and how successful they look. They are, but they're preaching a false Jesus. They're watering down the gospel. They're uh, basically doing away with the Bible. And they're preaching experience. And they're preaching um, mixing all this new age stuff in there. It's more about the feeling and, and the experience. It's not about doctrine. Don't 
lose your doctrine in Jesus' name. All right, bride, I hope this has helped you today. This is day number 40, the last one we made it. Yay! Congratulations to all you team members out there that made it the whole 40 days. I am so proud of you uh, for sticking this out. So I've got to get off here and get with our team so we can do the final prayer today of the 40 days, which is praying for the ministry today. Then tonight on WATB Radio is 7 o'clock live. We've got a, we have got a special. We've got two ministers from Italy that will be on there with us tonight and will speak a word to the nation. On top of all the team members that are left, the final team, they are going to give a word to the nation. So this is a word for many different people for the nation tonight. And I'm so excited because... We give God the first 40 days of our year. We set apart time to go before the throne every morning. And we brought the sins upon the church, upon our shoulders. We addressed the throne. We laid it down. We got real with God and said, all right, God, this is the idol of ministry. We're laying it down, Lord. We did this. We recognize it. We're addressing this. Please forgive us. And this is what we did. And then, let's say you got this idol here. And then you've got these 10 team members around this idol. And each one of them are pouring into this sickness. And God, God will speak to each one. And, and they will pour into what God has revealed to them about this idol. Lord, please forgive me because of the way uh, ministers have done this. Lord, please forgive us about the way that we did the government. You know what I mean? Like, each one will have their certain aspect, and we're pouring, all, pouring it all out to God about what we did, taking it upon ourselves, and bring. we're not saying, God, get all these ministers out here doing this. No, we're saying, God, we did this. We are the body of Christ. We are Americans. This is what our country has done to you, the body of Christ in our country. So we're taking it upon ourselves. No blame game here. And we're also allowing God to examine our own lives and expose the idols in our own lives. So we're laying it down and we're giving it to God. And it has really been amazing, Brad. So thank you, number one, for your support. Thank you for being here for all the Bible studies, all the 40 days. Don't forget, check out our website, theamericanexpose.com. Theamericanexpose.com. You can meet all the team members on there. And um, thank you, too, for watching the Clarion Call show, which is on Thursday nights. I really appreciate all your support, Brad. Okay, God bless you. i got to give my team. Y'all have a good day, Brad.